Okay, we're live. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hey. Oh, hey. 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 I said, hey. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> Wake up. I'm trying to. <laughs> That's in case someone like went to sleep listening to like their podcast app and then it rolled over to our episode. Scare the crap oh, out of them, basically. The top-down yeah. perspective is starting! Oh my god. Wake the fuck up! You might save somebody's life if they're driving to work and they're falling asleep listening to podcasts. You're welcome. That, that's true, yep. Yeah, you're welcome, exactly. Uh, John's back. Hey, I'm back. Hi. Hi, back. John's I'm back, Paul. I'm home. Thanks, dad joke. <laughs> How was the trip? I got food poisoning. Oh, yeah. I heard from your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it what, sucked. I literally missed half the con. What did you eat that did it? If you I know. ate food on the way to Sean's place that night. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. yeah. So I got my food poisoning <laughs> after we hung out. OK, but it wasn't from. No, it wasn't anything that you guys it, had there. <laughs> did you even eat anything there? I had like two slices of pizza. Okay, so you did eat. Okay. So it wasn't the pizza. No. All right. Well, that's good. I, or, well, sorry to hear that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So Do you remember what you ate? Yeah, it was Little Caesars. I grabbed some just before. Wait, I, you had pizza? Then you had more at my no, pizza? I, I, didn't my have, place? I didn't have pizza. I had their, like, crazy bread. Okay. I had some of their cheese bread. So I'm like, all right, I'll just snack on this because I wasn't sure if there was going to be anything there because yeah. I wasn't sure if I was showing up late. I mean, you you showed up later than most people, but that was fine. And there was like always pizza. Yeah, wasn't sure. Yeah, but no, sure. but no, that was the problem. Was, uh, I got food poisoning. I was out of commission basically for New Year's Day and everything, but still had to prep for the trip. Felt fine when I uh, got to the airport to get on the flights. Flights went fine. That's good. Got got to the hotel was fine, and then after we checked into our room, immediately my body was like, "No, you're not fine anymore." <laughs> I mean, that's Man. probably the best case scenario, honestly. Like, yeah. you would not want that yeah. on the plane or, like, while you're trying to get to your hotel in, like, a taxi or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That would have sucked. So maybe it was your body just holding on until, like, it knew. I'm pretty that, sure like, that's what it was. It, it can die. Like, have you ever been, like, I don't need to go to the bathroom, but then once you get home, it's like, oh, wow, I need to go to yep. the bathroom. Like, my body was just waiting. Yep. Or, like, you're not tired until you, like, hit the bed, and then your body's like, that's it, you're tired now, and it's like, wow. Yep. All yeah. the time. Sure. Yep. Um, what did you have to go to any of the convention? Yeah, well, I had to run our show, so I managed to do that at least. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we ran. I ran throw controllers and then immediately passed out back at the room. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. So I missed the first day almost fully. I, had, I, I went down to the vendors hall to see if I was well enough to even like do the show the next day mm -hmm. so i did that for like half an hour an hour and uh went back up I had to work on the show while sick which sucked i basically lost like my four like three or four days of work prep on it because that's usually what i do before i leave uh other half of the con when i was feeling better was good but i definitely wasn't 100 because i could definitely feel i felt like super drained still mm-hmm Okay, well, in that in the good part of the con, what'd you what'd you see? What'd you do? What'd you buy? I uh, picked up a bunch of games as mm -hmm. usual. 
Anything you can talk about, or are they all secret? Uh, not really. Most of them are the cookie. A bunch of Game Boy Advance games, because I'm working on beating that, or finishing that up, rather, I should say. Some Saturn stuff. Uh, nothing really standout-ish, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, someone in the chat just reminded me about Game Boat. Yes, sorry, I did. I was gifted <laughs> Game Boat at the con. That's, wow. That is an old top-down perspective joke right there. Real I old. Had, that was that's definitely Nathan's time, yeah. I think. Yeah, hang on a second. It's, Are we going to show it on cam? It's right here. So you haven't taken it out of the box? No. TSA might have, actually. Oh, is it opened? Uh, oh, man, there's an air pump and everything in here. <laughs> yeah, I doubt they took it out and, like, blew it up or anything. Hand pump. And then Game Boat itself is, is the rest of the box. So for those who maybe haven't listened to the show, you know, six years ago or whenever <laughs> it was, Game Boat is... Or you have the box there, John. Why don't yeah. you describe what Game Boat is? Game Boat is designed for Connect Adventures for the Xbox 360. Yeah, that was a Connect game by Rare? Maybe I they worked remember. on at least one of the Connect Adventure. No, games. they did. The, they they did, did Connect Sports. That was them. Rare was Connect Sports. Oh, really? Really? I'm gonna double check that. But anyways, keep going. Yeah, so it's literally an inflatable raft that you can stand in while playing the game. That's it. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's a weird peripheral for this Connect game. That no one really cares about. Well, we we used to make fun of it all the time because the weight limit on it was like two hundred pounds. It well, also it, just because it's the dumbest thing. Yeah, well, it's it also dumb. boasts such features as, such as you can sit down. <laughs> Great, <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Uh, you are right. They did Connect Sports, Connect Sports Season Two, and Connect Sports Rivals for the Xbox One. Yep, and then they realized the Connect was a bad idea. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, if you like it's the reason it's so dumb is like it's essentially just like the carpet underneath your feet while you're playing a connect game. They just sold you like a carpet kind of that happens to be bulkier. But yeah, I remember we it was in the it was in news. We talked about this when it was coming out. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, I'm glad that it came back. D did the person who give it to you? Were they a like a top-down perspective listener or was it just coincidence um i think she is she had to have because she knew about gameboat but we also talked about it on stream so it might have just been like double down on that because i think we had brought it up on stream recent ish oh because okay. one of my mods was like hey like you can buy this off of uh off of amazon right now and i was like oh no it's only available on amazon italy so i would have to <laughs> and they won't ship to canada so i have to get someone in europe to buy it and then ship it to me that way and oh, we were going to ask one of our friends as a joke to do it because it was like 10 bucks it was super cheap mm -hmm. and uh she surprised me with it instead so i she, like we're at the meet and greet and she was just like here i bought this for you and just pulled out game boat <laughs> i'm going to assume this was from the stream however if you are listening person uh and you did get this from Talk From Perspective, please write in and let us know. That that would be incredible. But I'm going to assume it's from the more recent stream yeah. uh, mention of it. How did that even come up in a stream recently? Um, dumb accessories. Well, I was doing a weird controller stream, 
Right. And then the conversation of Gameboat came up. So I was, then okay. I started talking about Gameboat, and then that's probably why. Okay. All right. Well, you learned about Gameboat from, from this podcast, so yes. it all wraps around back Full to this podcast. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle Gameboat, baby. Yep. Um, okay. Oh, any other, any other convention stories or anything you want to talk about before we do a sh- the show proper? Uh... I mean, Anything like, cool happen at the panels? Uh, it was uh, probably our highest scoring round of Throne Controllers we've ever done. Okay. Do people win prizes? Oh, yeah. Fan Gamer usually does something, right? Yeah. We usually get sell a bunch of Fan Gamer stuff or give it away, rather, as prizes. What were some of the cool prizes that Fan... It was a Fan Gamer again, I should yeah. ask. Um, what did they-, they weren't physically there this year. Usually they're at MAGFest. So uh, we didn't have any shirts to give away. So we had like some like bags and like luggage, as Emil lovingly put it. Some posters, pins, keychains. Okay. And uh, we also, we had a grand prize, which was a Switch and a couple games. Whoa. Was this also from Fangamer? No, no, no. We we fronted that one, or Meal did, rather. Uh, okay. That's f- cool. Which games? Unless Because maybe they suck. Smash and... Uh, one, two, Switch. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go Pikachu with the Pokeball. All right, some solid solid games for sure, yeah. Because yeah, you could have been like, "Here's a new Switch with a copy of One Two Switch and <laughs> Arms." Let's just pick every game that has the word Switch in it, so it's just a Switch Switch of Switches. Sure. Oh, and a GameCube. All oh, right, because the winner of Throne Controllers is in the chat right now. That's a copy of games. Oh, he, he got a GameCube adapter. He's saying, yeah, because that came with the Smash Brothers as well. Oh, the controller adapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought this was that, like, the AV cable adapter thing that we talked about like a couple months ago, and I was like, well, that seems extremely random. <laughs> yeah, no. But you did that. mention they're rare, so, okay. Um, how many people were in the audience? Um, well, they put us in a smaller room this year because I guess they didn't realize how, like, that we packed our panel usually. They didn't know who they were talking to, who they had no, because like it was a different, like it was a new team running uh, the uh, guest department this year, so they they kind of screwed up. Because our friend who must have been some scrubs that don't know anything about games if they don't know the Runaway guys. No, no, it's nothing like that. It's more a case of like we've been doing the show at that con like past four years, and we've always filled the room or come extremely close. That's all the more reason they should have known. Yeah, so that's why our friend who runs, like, the panels department was angry, because the guest department put us in a, a smaller room instead. Okay. And then we had... The was t- there had- actually a bigger room you could have had? Yes. Damn. Who got that room? Who who was the actual celebrities? Uh, Around the time we were running the panel, it was... Uh, 50 Cent. No. <laughs> 50 <Okay>. Cent. <laughs> Shot in the dark. Uh, I can never remember his last name. It's like Frank Klopaki, the guy who did all the music for Command and Conquer. Okay, yeah. Okay, did he do like a show or just like a He did Q&A? a show later. That show. was a Q&A. Yeah. Okay. During cool. the panel, it was a Q&A, but later on he did a show. I watched that show on YouTube. It was pretty good. Was it deserving of the big room? Well, I don't think uh, that's the show he's talking about. No, I'm talking about the actual music performance. He's talking about the concert, yeah. Oh, yeah. The concert was in a smaller room than the Q&A. <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell if this the is con- a bit. the concert <laughs> was in the concert room, which is a different room. OK, well, I didn't know they had a concert room. That's Mag- MAGFest stands for Music and Game Festival. 
It's the, it's the first you're, word. You're, yeah, I'm not debating that. Okay? <laughs> I'm not debating that. Um, okay, well, again, how many how many people were at your panel? Like, uh, I think the cap in the room was 500. They had to turn people away. Um, the other room's cap was about 700. Cool. Right on. Uh, okay, well, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on the trip? I mean, thumbs down on food poisoning, thumbs up on the rest of the con. All right. Meanwhile, the cat's meowing at me. Hi, buddy. <laughs> yep, just heard it. Yep. Okay, well, um, this is the top-down perspective. In case you didn't figure that out, um, I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. It's January 10th. <laughs> this is this John. This is your first top-down perspective in 2019. How does it feel? Uh, sure. That's how you it feel. Feels. A, do you feel one podcast year older? Uh, no, I feel like my cat scratched me real good, and I'm wondering if it's going to start bleeding. <laughs> Everyone knows there's five podcast years in a regular year. Is that, is that how that works? I read that on Wikipedia. Mm, yep. And so you know it's real. It's very believable. Um, okay, well, uh, jo- uh, Paul, why don't you talk to us about what you've been playing? Yeah, it's going to be pretty quick. Uh, I continued on with Darksiders from the last time, or Darksiders 3, from when I was last playing it, trying to wrap it up. And uh, that game, it goes to some cool locations, I will say. But the boss that I ended up stopping on is a fucking piece of trash, and it's the worst game design of 2018. Uh, Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say about it without, like, just spoiling what it is. I guess, like, the premise of the game well, is that you're, you don't have to spoil you're fighting it. the seven deadly sins. I have two deadly sins after the one I'm fighting currently, who is a fucking piece of shit. So I don't think I'm actually going to finish this game because I don't want to do that fight. It's just monotonous, boring, a lot of just like moving around until you have an opportunity to do like a little bit of damage and then just more of it. It's just tedious and I hate it. I can't stand it. So sounds like a Dark Souls fight. How's this not up your alley? Have you ever played Dark Souls? Like. Since when do you? Yes. (laughs) Have you? Yes, not much of it. <laughs> okay. There's nothing tedious about Dark Souls at all. Dark Souls, like, from what I was was dealing with, is a lot of, like, like, you really need to, like, wait for your chance to attack. Don't attack too much. A lot of waiting for that opening. They could be, te- pe- they could be tedious. No, it's a lot of, like, they swing their weapon and then you have, like, a lot of time to counter or do something or parry or like you have options. This is literally just run around in a fucking circle until you can do the thing. It's basically like a plant thing in the middle of a room, like, I don't know, like a bulb on, on a stem and it's just shooting acid at you essentially like over and over. And you can't really do anything about it because you can't damage any part of it except for the bulb part where the sin is located. And then every now and then it'll just randomly decide, okay, I'm going to come down and try to like hit you. And then after you dodge those attacks, one of which is very hard to dodge, then you can get a few hits in. So it's just like hoping that the enemy is going to decide to do a specific thing that you can maybe take either the hit from because it's pretty hard to dodge or just like 
I don't know, dodge it, get a little bit of damage in, and then just continue and continue. And then there's a second part of the fight, because of course there is. There's a second phase, and it has an insta-kill, which is awesome. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, insta-kills are no good. They're no good. They're no fucking good. Uh, Yeah, so... I guess I'm stuck there. I should probably try to finish it because I'm, I feel like I'm pretty close and I feel like it probably can't get any worse than this for design wise. The other bosses have been fine. Some a little unremarkable, especially because like you would think that they would fit their sin a little bit better in the gimmicks or whatever, but they're pretty much just standard fare, which is kind of disappointing in its own way, but they're fine. This is the first time I've really felt like this is just garbage and I hate it. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. I guess the big one I wanted to talk about is I played the shape-shifting detective, and that thing is ridiculous. <laughs> that is a ridiculous uh, FMV game by the people that made the infectious madness of Dr. Decker. And uh, it has the uh, contradiction, dude. I can't remember his name in contradiction. The main guy. Uh, Jenkins. Special Agent Jenks. Jenks. Or Jenkins? It's Jenks, I think. It's Jenks, Jenks. yeah. Yeah. So it has him as one of the characters and then like a bunch of other characters. Uh, I can't remember the is a studio or publisher. It's like the Wales based uh, English studio or whatever. So it's a lot of those people again. And a lot of them were in Dr. Decker because, of course, they were. It's the same developer doing these. And uh, that (laughs) so you are playing a detective who can change into any one of the characters that you've talked to so that you can like find out who caused a murder and who's going to cause the next murder in this little hotel that you're in basically uh so you do this by like talking to them as your main detective is named sam and then you go to your room at the hotel and you change into another person And then you talk to those people again as that person to get more information of them and kind of like put it together. And uh, yeah, I had issues with the ending specifically because I didn't think it would go as quickly as it did. It was it felt very short, but I think the problem I had was that I missed a string somewhere along the way and it devolved into like, okay. I know it's one of these three people, but I just have to guess who the killer is now because we're at like literally the final hour. We're like at midnight or whatever. And if you mess it up, I think you just die and it ends. (laughs) So um, luckily there was a weird workaround that seemed to work, but uh, it seems like you can screw yourself because I feel like there's a whole bunch of like little starting things that like little trails I could have gone more in depth into, but I just didn't like I missed out on something and I'm guessing that's where the replay value comes in. Cause when you beat the game, no matter what the ending is, it seems you can go back and like, you can skip all of the scenes that you've already seen before. So also yeah. like, so you're supposed to kind of replay it a few times to get new info. It seems like it, but the problem okay, is so it's it, like nine, nine, nine. The problem is, is I think some of that info now knowing what the ending is or my ending, if there's multiple, I'm assuming there's multiple. It seems like some of it might be red herrings, which is a bummer, <laughs> but like it's still probably worth doing because that game is all about just seeing 
the weird acting, like the weird actresses and actors and just kind of chewing up the scenery with their dialogue. So it might still be worth doing, but I don't know if well in nine, 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 like there's false endings Mm -hmm. that you kind of just end up going into because of a choice you made. Sure. But then you just know, Oh, don't go down that path. I didn't need to, you know, go left instead of right. Uh, but at least when I did go right and died, I learned one clue that because of, you know, weird narrative stuff, I retain that knowledge for this like next playthrough. Sure. There might be also like different endings depending on which path you take or whatever. What really my biggest problem with it is that I beat in like two and a half hours. Like it was real short feeling, which is kind of a wow. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Um, If you've played Contradiction, you might have an idea of what to expect for how crazy the story can get, I will say. Okay, yeah. So here's my question. Yeah. What was the game before this from the same developer? Uh, The Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker. Okay, I haven't played Dr. Decker. Mm -hmm. I played Contradiction, and I like Jenks a lot. Yeah. Is this game for me? Uh... Is the thing you liked in Contradiction only Jenks, or did you like the other, like, weird characters in that town, too? I I enjoyed all of Contradiction, but specifically, I likes I like when he goes like this to the camera. Okay. He... <laughs> so, in this, he is the, like, lead, like, chief, the police chief in this little town that you're in. As he should be. Right. After solving that crime in contradiction. So he is more of a sounding board for you to visit and talk to for like he he was the one that I went. You can question him about some stuff because there's weird story ties that you can like find out or whatever. And then maybe like grill him a little bit on it. But his main purpose in the story or game seemed to be the person you go to when you don't know what you're doing and you always have this option to say, so what do we know? And then he's like, okay, well, we know this, we know this, we know this. So maybe you should focus more on finding more information out about this. Why does this person's alibi not stand up? And like that sort of thing. He's kind of like your sounding board of what you should do next. So he's the police chief from contradiction when you could phone them on the, on the telephone. Right. But he's not on the telephone. You can visit him in person. So he has the weird faces and acting. So he's still doing some jank stuff, at least? Uh, a little more serious than Jenks, I would say. Okay. Jenks was right. much more wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Jenks is definitely wacky. If people want to hear more about Contradiction, we did a, a, a Patreon episode about it, uh, which or very early on last year, uh, which I would recommend checking out. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and if you have two and a half hours, maybe three hours, <laughs> and you want one of those games, I can probably recommend this i was just bummed out it wasn't a bit longer because i think contradiction was like six to eight it was somewhere in there i can't remember what it was exactly yeah i would say probably closer to the six side yeah no actually i want to say i probably finished it in about four and a half so maybe oh. a little less than six okay i feel like i did it in about six okay yeah it probably depends on like how like how much you were using hints and stuff with the puzzles true true yeah but yeah it's kind of neat and yeah, that's kind of all. That's pretty much all I've been playing. All right, uh, John. All right, two weeks. What you been playing? Nothing. I didn't play. Well, I'm sorry, that's not entirely true. I played uh, stuff for our Patreon podcast that we'll be doing yeah. after. 
So I've been playing Rogue Legacy and I'm playing Ikaruga. Uh, but can't talk about those right now. So the only thing I really played, like I played some free games at MAGFest. So I played like House of the Dead 3 nice. um, with a broken light gun. So that was interesting. <laughs> Great. Okay. Played uh, Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I played a game in the indie area that really got my attention called Foiled. Is this out or is it coming? So out? here's the thing. Apparently, does Makefest have unreleased games? Yes. Okay. It had the game. Apparently, the original version of the game came out in like 2013, 2014. Okay. It was a Steam Greenlight game. Oh. But okay. this is is that, a, is that still a thing? Greenlight? Not anymore. No. Okay. But uh, just early access it uh, the version I played was apparently an arcade remake of the game, like with like much better soundtrack, much better like graphics in general. Uh, and apparently currently it is planned to be an arcade machine only kind of like how Killer Queen was. OK, is this like a fencing game? I'm seeing this on Itch.io. Yeah, that's the original version is of oh, foiled. Okay. Uh, foiled arcade is the uh, the version I played. Yep, I see it. Okay. Yeah, it is basically a one-on-one dueling fencing game, kind of like uh, Nidhogg, for lack of a better comparison, but it's all one screen, and the idea is that you take out your opponent, then you rush back to one of the corners to drop off the gold they drop. Okay. Uh, but they spawn in front of the gate you're trying to get to, so you have a time limit to get up there, but they also have a good chance of stopping you, and if they kill you, then it swaps around, and you have to run for the gate and stuff. Man. It was really fun, really fast paced, and like the arcade version I played looked gorgeous. This art style, from what I thought you were talking about, is way better. <laughs> yeah, holy, holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, wait. I'm seeing like partial screenshots. Where can I find some arcade? Foiledarcade.com. Yeah, no, Just the the, uh, the graphics difference oh, okay. between the original release yeah. and Foiled Arcade is drastic. It's huge. Yeah, the original release looks like a uh, just like a flash game you would have found on like Newgrounds. Yeah, apparently yeah. it was like a, a student indie submission. Makes or sense, something like that. Yeah. So the person who made this, uh, Gabe Cusillo, I believe I said that right. Uh, they were they made foiled and they're working on ape out which comes out next month through devolver oh i think i saw a whole bunch of ape out ads yeah. during aggq yeah yep i watched the trailer for it here earlier it actually looks pretty good it's like a very stylistic beat em up oh actually wait is ape out that might have been shown on a nintendo direct now that i think about it possibly also like devolver digital is on it i believe it is yeah, yeah i think it's switch and pc right now yeah, so this was shown during a Nintendo Direct. I remember seeing this right now, yep. I know, Foiled Arcade was really fun, super fast-paced. Like, you had, like, down stomps you could do to take out people. Like, there was parrying system. It just, it flowed really smooth. Uh, I really hope the updated version gets a proper computer release with some online, because that will go places. I don't know how the original holds up, but man, did I really like that updated one. Yeah, it's got to be weird making the decision that this is only coming to arcades. Yeah. Like, you're going to make such less money. Well, I mean, he's got Ape Out coming out, so he's got some money coming in. I guess. I just feel like, but if, like, why would you choose that? Like, why not put this out on 
on Steam. I'd be curious to know why they did that with Killer Queen as well. Yeah, I don't know. Probably just to see if it could work and to kind of do bug. Like this, this site for foiled arcade says like it's being used as a beta test, basically. Which Mm -hmm. I'm hoping means eventually, like I said, it gets a release or like fleshed out more. But um, I mean, Killer Queen's getting a Switch version, so yeah, it's true. Or did that already come out? I forget. No, not out yet. yet. Okay. Uh, it also kind of reminded me a lot of Samurai Gun. If you okay. played that, well, obviously minus the I, gun part. I can see that minus the gun part, but yeah, sure, really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, if you get a chance to play it, I highly recommend it. It was so fun to play at Magfest. That machine so, was always busy. So the machine currently, for anybody who lives in New York or the area or is able to get to it, apparently it is at Crystal Lake Bar in Williamsburg, and it seems like that's in Brooklyn. So. If that means anything to you, it seems like you could probably go check it out because that seems to be the only location currently. I'll wait for the West Coast edition. Homer, I'm looking at you. <laughs> you got to be my eyes on the streets. Uh, all right, that's all you played? Yeah, there was a bunch of other crazy stuff they had at MAGFest, but any chance I had in the indie area, it, like it was late, so a bunch of them were shut down. They had some crazy 100-button fighting game game there uh where you had like f- control you had 50 buttons on your side like the controller itself had 100 buttons on it you your side was the left half your opponents was the right and your buttons were randomized among the 50 on your side and you had to figure out what they were so you could defeat your opponent in time okay wow um they also had so, like only four of them actually worked or something like well, that eight i or, guess or six, like four for movement eight. and then like four for attacking probably okay it I, originally I think thought this was going to go the other way where each one did something unique for your character <laughs> and I was like that would be pretty crazy it was like even if it's just slightly different like this is a bit of a higher kick and then it was just randomized all over it could be that would be amazing I didn't get a chance to play it though there was also a Pacross dating game and I never got a chance to play that either which <laughs> made me really sad excuse me? <laughs> yeah no like it was I can't remember the name of the game it was like Pacross uh, dating or something like that I bet you if I search it, I can probably find it. Is it called Picross Makeout it, League? Because that came up. <laughs> that came up on, uh, on That might be it. I need to see the, the logo to know for sure. Glass Knuckle Games by Beautiful James. Yes, this looks right. Yeah, Picross Makeout League. That looks right. It was also a game jam game. That makes sense. A lot of games are these days, so. In Pacross Makeout League, you are Pacross Girl, a superheroine training with the power to see and solve her life's problems just like Pacross puzzles. Solve puzzles, romance your fellow puzzle-themed superheroes, and maybe even save the day. This is a comedy romance adventure for people who want to solve Pacross puzzles and also date puzzles. Seriously, you can date a giant puzzle piece. Yeah, it's coming out in March, it says. Oh, thank God. Right now. All right, cool. I'm in. Paul, did you ever finish... Uh, the Konami one? I'm at 95%. Hey, speaking of which. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm actually like 0. 0.2 behind you. I'm at like 94.8. <laughs> but, I, but I have all the uh, the timed ones done. So all I have to do, I literally just have to sit down and do the remaining puzzles. Oh, really? I, you did actually, all the no, timed ones first? I, th- I think I'm actually ahead of you because I, I realize I think I have less than 20 puzzles left. Holy shit. Yeah, no. Like, so, so the funny thing is it replaces the button for the, for the boss ones with the word stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at ninety six point six. 
and I have no time puzzles left, just normal puzzles. I just haven't sat down and done them. It does the same for the other ones. It puts stop on all three except for the boss one when those are done. Nice. So I I started playing the, the uh this Sean, game. Sean, what have you week. been playing? <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm at 8.8%, so watch out guys. All right. We'll get there. Um uh I'm assuming based on how you're talking the main menu will change or I'll get access to different kinds of puzzles cuz right now like it's not hard to increase my percentage i hit one of the four buttons and go that's it yeah no it's just they mm-hmm. eventually start going up in difficulty oh, and, okay. and then the boss puzzle with the button in the bottom right has a timer on it that basically every three hours you can do one of them yeah that's what i have now okay well when you guys are saying timed puzzles i thought maybe you meant like it was counting down which would make it hard because right now i just you play the game and it counts up it doesn't count down sean i found out what the uh new mode is that they added that they patched in what is it it's an expert mode when you get a hundred percent oh god so what does expert mode mean it means you can't use x's what (laughs) why because you gotta be an expert man yeah that's stupid um do you guys play with the auto x turned on yes no so I've done both, and I don't know how I feel about it. Part of me is like, yeah. Auto X seems like like it's cheap. I need to like I need to make the decision in my head. Oh, this should be an X now, and so that's how I started it. And then I realized, you know, every single time that I realized like, oh, these should be X's, the game already did that for me, and it's like, okay, well that's fine. You can auto X it for me. Yeah, I Auto X is only myself. when you finish finish the line, right? Yeah. yeah, that one's yeah. When it's that's like, like my sure. favorite feature of that game. Yeah, so I, I have it. I have it turned on. Um, I wish there was a left-handed mode. I'm shocked it doesn't have a left-handed mode. That seems insane to me. Hmm. Because um, as someone who plays this on the train, I often need to switch arms when I'm like holding on to the railing or whatever. Sure. And sometimes I want to play with my left hand. No, everything's on the right side. How hard is it to just make it everything slide over to the left a little bit? But anyway, um, I, how how are they monetizing this? There's no ads, right? I have no idea. There is ads. What are you talking about? Yeah, for the, the ads for their own stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, really, that's yeah. it. It's they're advertising their own games. Where's the ads? I can't if tell you, if you're being serious. <laughs> they're everywhere. You mean the picture? The pictures you're making? No. Like when you're sitting on the main menu, at the bottom bar will turn into like an ad for a Konami game, and every time you solve a puzzle. If you wait long enough on that screen, it loads up a Konami ad. For- okay, maybe because I'm not waiting long enough. Because like, could be at the moment no ad on the bottom of my screen. Weird. And why would I just sit on the clear screen for but a like, while? Sit, on, like, like sit to- on the clear screen. I mean, like three seconds. So, oh, not for me because I've definitely been like, so- oh, look at this cool treasure chest. I'm going to read one sentence about the treasure. I don't get that. So I don't think I've ever the seen of that. Mind that for Castlevania. There, if I go into it here, just just the whole franchise itself. No, for yeah. that, uh, Sean, for that click, re-release they did, or whatever. Click okay. the collection and then click back, and if it doesn't load an ad, then I have no idea what the hell's gonna happen. Then you're lucky. No ad. Maybe you're, they just don't have them on iOS. I don't know if you can see it, sorry. I can't see what my sc- camera looks like. I need yeah, to hear from possible. more iOS people. I didn't think about him being on They probably on iOS. just realized that we're, like, a, a higher quality person and they didn't want to give us ads. I don't know. Uh-huh. Could be. But, Could um, be that you that's probably uh, yeah, c- waste c- your money I too easily, so it's kind of a 
safeguard. It's like, well, we can't show this sure. guy ads because hey, he's too dumb to not just buy everything he sees. Hey, I'm not looking at ads, so jokes here, on watch, you. I'll show you what I, we're talking about here, though. So if I go collection yeah, I mean, and then I go back, just like all of a sudden on the main screen, bam. <laughs> I have never seen anything like that. I have the two ad examples you've given me. Never seen it. I don't know if I'm just lucky or maybe I need to hit like 10 percent or something, which would be odd. They probably would want the ads to go there first yeah. and then go away. I don't know. It might be an Weird. iOS thing. I'd like somebody that actually has played it on iOS to maybe give their experience. I'd like to know that. That's interesting. I've, I've played it on my I've played it on iOS. I'm happy to give you my experience. I'm en- I'm enjoying it. I'm glad um, to hear I'm at 8.8 percent. Yeah, um, I plan to keep playing it. Um, it's good. I wish they had a left handed mode. It, it does seem weird that there isn't just like a thing you can like push with your like left thumb for it to just slide over a little bit. You're right. That is weird. Never considered Great. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm not even left-handed, and I want a left-handed mode. But anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, cool game. And again, the fact that I'm not seeing ads, I'm like, why is this so good? Yeah. It's Konami. Like, you're not even trying to feed me ads. The thing is, is that so even if know. you did, they're their own ads. <laughs> so I don't know what they're doing. It's- that's, yeah, it, that's also weird. Like, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's it's extra weird because it's Konami, right? Yeah, totally. Yep. Um. All right, continuing with the puzzle train, I've been playing a bunch of Tetris Effect. I beat it, or I beat Journey Mode. Nice. Okay. Uh, beat uh, just on normal because expert is ridiculous. Yep. Um, but yeah, just just beating that game is it is an experience. Like that is such a great feeling because for those who haven't played Tetris uh, Tetris Effect, <clears throat> as you're going through Journey Mode, uh, every stage you need to clear 36 lines. And they get increasingly faster, obviously. Uh, the last stage, you need to clear 90 lines. So it's a, it's, you're almost tripling your commitment. It's a bit of a marathon. But when you do it, like I came, I, like when it finished, I was like, holy shit, I have been in the zone for like 15 solid minutes. Just like I knew exactly where everything needed to go. It was, the, you like, it has been a while since I've been so like locked to like, don't even talk to me. I need to, I am so focused on this game right now. Uh, that, that was just really cool. I, that was a really cool moment. Um, I mean, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Cool. VR is cool. It's, it is cool. Just kind of being in it. I like it. Uh, again, I think I prefer outside of VR just because I have a really nice TV with my, with my surround sound. Mm -hmm. Um, it, I, I, I turn the surround sound off if I'm doing VR because they're just a little out of sync. So, which messes me up. Yeah. Um, Whereas if I'm if I'm doing it without VR, I can have my subwoofer going uh, and then the, the screen obviously looks way nicer because the headset is not 4K, but my my screen is. So, yeah, I prefer outside of VR, but VR is a cool experience. If you have the opportunity to try it out, I, w- I would recommend that. Cool. Uh, that's a cool game. I, I enjoy playing that game. I, I throw it on every couple days just to just to play a few levels of it. Um John, the the weekly challenges are only Saturday. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. I, I, I that sucks. <laughs> I hate that. <clears throat> I wish they were like week long, and then they just changed each week. I think not only are they like Saturday only. I think they're like early Saturdays, like afternoon. Yeah, that's such a weird time because at least do it like Saturday evening when I might be home. I'm usually out doing stuff during the day on a Saturday. Cause I have, you know, I have the day to myself. I have, I have some free time. 
Here we all get to uh, the exact answer here. Uh, yeah, Saturdays only. I can't. Does I, it have the time? I'm trying to find that. These threads I'm looking at don't list the time because it's like based on your time zone. Uh, you, uh, 12 to 12 in other countries or if it's the same for everyone. 12 p.m. Saturday, 12 p.m. Sunday. So I guess it's a 24-hour period. Uh, okay, on, that's not too bad. Based then. on UTC, though, which I believe is... Uh, crap, it's been a bit. That's, GT, that's minus 7, I think. So uh, I think that's 5 a.m. to 5 p.m.? No, 5 a.m. to 24. 5 a.m. to 5 a.m., so, sorry. Yeah. Okay, well, th- that's that's nice to know that it's there's a 24-hour period there. Um, I still wish it was just like... Like, I haven't, I haven't played one. What are they? Have you done one? I've done one, yeah. What is it? Uh, like, what was the one you did? They wanted you to do uh, specific modes. It was the... Uh, the combo one, you know, where you have to keep uh, making combo pieces without dropping anything. It was like three modes that they had there in the relax playlist. And each time you did them and got a high score, you got points to put towards the ritual. And when you got enough points, like, or when the, when all the players got all enough points, it unlocked something. And then uh, each time you did one of those, it unlocked a new avatar for you, randomized. And if you got an avatar you already had, you just got an extra experience instead. Okay. How do I play the uh, Game Boy level? Gotta be level 50. Oh, God. Okay, I remember us talking about that now. I'm like 12. Yeah, or no. something like that. I stopped playing when I was about 19. Have you have you beaten Journey Mode, though? Yeah. Okay. What's your, like, go-to if you're gonna play it again? Skin? What's, well, just, like, mode. Oh, um... Probably Marathon Mode or some of the other stuff they have there. I like Mystery Mode a lot, but it also is one of the most headache-inducing modes of them all. Okay, I did see Mystery Mode. I kind of just went back into Journey on Expert yeah. and started playing that and died in, like, the f- second stage. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because it ramps up ex- a lot, but that's a cool game. I, I like that quite a bit. All right, that's it for what we've been playing. Let's do some news. Yeah. Uh, okay, it looks like we have a bunch of Discord stuff or, or your stuff, Paul. D- uh, a bunch any, of Discord stuff anything? and a lot of release okay. stuff, basically. Uh, Catherine Classic came out on PC. Yes. Weird timing because Full Bodied is on its way. No, they yeah. said that's why. It's because the remake treatment for PS4 and PS Vita, they wanted to give PC people a way to experience Catherine. Oh, is Full Bodied not coming to PC? Apparently not, according to this article. Okay, because when I first saw that, I was like, this seems kind of shitty. Like, mm. don't buy this game. The better one's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they're not getting anything. Yeah. Then I guess, yeah, pick this one up. Uh, did, you, did you say full bodied was coming to Vita? It says here, PS, the remake treatment on PS4 and PS Vita. Wow. So who's buying that on Vita? No idea, man. Someone in Japan, right? Yep, it's due. Uh, it's due on February fourteenth in Japan. So probably, yeah. Oh right, Valentine's Day. Didn't the, did the first one come out on Valentine's Day? That sounds familiar. No, I think it came out in the uh, summer. 
So never mind. Uh, I think the more exciting thing is is that the PR rep from Sega said we hope to have more exciting news to share from Sega slash Atlas in regards to publishing on the PC in the future. So that's just led to speculation that well. PR is saying that we're hoping to get some rights probably done so that we can release other Atlas stuff on PC. And that's interesting to me. Also, sure, Catherine was fine, and this is a way you can play it on PC now. I, I'm i getting mixed signals about whether it's 60 FPS locked or 30 FPS locked or not, because it's people are saying that it says it's FPS unlocked, but then they're saying, yeah, but in reality, that's only for the menus. For the actual gameplay, it's still locked at 30, which makes sense because Japanese developers, especially like ports onto PC from games of that era, especially Japanese games, are like never basically unlocked at 30 because they break the way they were coded. So I don't know. I'd kind of like information about that if people could like hit me up with actual like. I have the game and I can tell you for sure that would be appreciated because I keep getting mixed responses about it. Catherine is great. Mm-hmm. I love that game. It was a good game. Uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is coming to the Switch. Yeah, this was from Discord. I like Dragon's Dogma, so sure, that's cool. Is there only one Dragon's Dogma? Is this the one or is there multiple? I, I do believe that this is the, like full experience version of dragon's dogma okay i've heard good things about that game never played it i wonder how it holds up we'll see yep uh okay this next one i thought we already knew about this but final fantasy 10 10 2 and 12 are coming to switch and xbox one didn't did, wasn't this announced a while ago like yeah. it was in a direct i thought yeah like mm-hmm. the december direct i believe or november direct Maybe the date. I think is it the might news be the here? date. Date, yeah. date is the okay. news. Yeah. All right. So it's coming in April. April sixteenth uh, for uh, XX two, and then twelve the Zodiac Age on April thirtieth. I thought a bunch of the other Final Fantasy games were supposed to be coming to Switch as well. Like, wasn't the whole thing like everything except for eight was on its way? Yes, that sounds right. So those just those ones don't have a release date, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. This is a weird trickle of information being sent out yep um all right uh division two this week uh ubisoft announced is not going to be on steam instead it's going to be on the epic game store uh along with other select ubisoft titles sure so i don't know some things i guess are still going to come to steam some aren't the division two is not some they may they got some kind of deal going on with epic that's a weird thing that's happening sure Yep, I'm looking forward to Division 2, though. I want to play that. Yeah, it seems like it'd be good. Uh, Humble is now selling uh, digital versions of uh, Nintendo games. I just saw now it says in the U.S. only. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. Um, but you can now get Switch and 3DS games through the Humble store. Yep. Hopefully that'll lead to some uh, humble, more Humble bundles for those platforms. I always enjoyed the when they did it on the 3DS for... Humble, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a Switch bundle now. Yeah. I'm yeah, waiting. I agree. Uh, all right, I don't know what this next one is. Unity Change makes Spatial OS forbidden. Yeah, okay, so Unity, the platform for game development or whatever, um, apparently changed their uh, 
EULA stuff. It's super fucking confusing. And like I read more and more into it because this has been a thing that's been breaking today. So like there's been PR responses from both sides going on. Basically, Spatial OS is a it's an engine for specifically dealing with networking stuff for video game development in the cloud and like doing a bunch of like server side stuff. Uh, Unity obviously is a game engine that you can use for like everything else or whatnot, including your own online stuff. If you code it in spatial OS is just kind of like a plug-in uh, thing. Basically when this change happened in December, uh, Unity said to the company that does spatial, like you have not gotten back to us about like our partnership agreement and like this isn't working out. So you need to like tell your people to stop because we're going to cut you off. And then spatial fucking just ignored them apparently. And then when they cut them off, when unity cut them off, they got all uh, spatial OS people got all in a hissy fit about, all these game devs are going to be screwed or whatever, and we sold all this stuff and then made it sound like Unity was being real, real shitty about this stuff. And then Unity's like, no, we specifically told you that anybody using your stuff and uh, through Unity currently and um, like are, are currently that already are using it and are currently making stuff will be fine and we'll work with them. We're like cutting you guys off or whatever. And then Spatial is like, oh, well, sorry. I guess there's miscommunications. It's like a big, just stupid. It seemed like a partnership thing wasn't being worked out properly. And one company just started spewing a bunch of shit, which scared a bunch of devs that are working with them. Uh, it sounds like Unity is doing is going to do everything that they can, though, to work it out so that those people that are in the middle of giant projects and like putting their livelihoods at stake will not be completely fucked. So that's good. And I don't know what the hell the spatial OS people are doing. So yeah, it's weird. It's like, it was a whole bunch of drama all fucking day for basically just like a couple hours ago, just being like, Oh, I guess it was a miscommunication. (laughs) It was the thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, this last bit of news is probably the biggest news. This broke today. Mm-hmm. Bungie has uh, split ties with Activision, and they will be self-publishing Destiny going forward, making Bungie a indie studio. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So Activision, who used to publish... Uh, Destiny, Bungie was the developer. Um, they obviously did Destiny 1 and 2, along with all the DLC. Uh, they have split ties, and Bungie gets to hang on to the Destiny IP. Um, and and from here, it's just what's going to happen with Destiny, and how is it going to change? What is Bungie going to do with it? Lots of speculation, but I think this is pretty huge. I'm surprised... Activision would let it go. Uh, I guess earlier this year we did, or not this year, I guess I'd say last year, uh, Activision had stated that it was disappointed in how Bungie, uh, Destiny 2 was doing sales-wise. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people speculating that they wanted, uh, or Activision wanted more of like a recurring uh amount of revenue coming in maybe some kind of micro more on the microtransaction side again nothing 
definitive, at least that I've read, has come out. I, I don't think anything definitive has come out. It's only been like, you know, eight hours yeah. since this happened. Um, uh, but I was kind of I I heard it initially from um, Jason Schreier's tweets over on Kotaku just basically saying, you know, he had a bit of an insider source. People were cheering during the meeting that this was happening. It sounds like the Bungie devs really want this to happen. So they, I guess they were also similarly excited when they left Microsoft to do something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the big question is just how is this going to affect Bungie? What do you guys what do you guys think? How do or Destiny? I mean. I am worried that it's going to affect their budget, but clearly they wouldn't have done it. If that was the case. I Microsoft has been pushing this huge initiative of buying and supplying money to studios. I think this was something that there was some maybe some bar deals going on in like not officially, but I think some things were rolling for a while here because right after this was published, Phil Spencer said, looking forward to a bright future, working with one of my favorite independent studios on one of my favorite franchises. So like, I think there's a I think there's a little more in the background there where Microsoft was probably saying, like, you know, if you weren't with those guys, we would give you some money to do your thing. Yo, there's no <laughs> way Bungie goes back to Microsoft, not to Microsoft. They, but I think that they will have, I think, maybe a stronger partnership or something. I don't think they would go back maybe. as like an in-house development team or studio or anything, though. Sure. Uh I could see, like, at most, maybe Microsoft... Well, I was going to say Microsoft funds some, like, exclusive content um, for Destiny. Although, that also... If if Bungie is really, like... I'm picturing Bungie's in the mindset of, like, yo, we want to make this game our way, no matter what that's going to take. Like, Mm -hmm. we have left multiple huge companies. We want to do this our way. I I almost couldn't see them, like... Yeah, we're going to make something exclusive for one console. That Like, that doesn't seem, like the four kind of gamers scope that that Bungie is kind of painting for themselves. You know what I mean? Sure. But when the bills come around, it's nice to have somebody supplying some money when there's nothing there. For sure. Although I, I, I can't see Bungie having broken off if they didn't have some kind of financial plan to sus- like sustain themselves without a major publisher. Mm-hmm. You know, they just wouldn't have done that. The people that had a Bungie would have gone, We'd have to close in a year. There's no way we could do that. We would all be out of a job, right? So mm-hmm. there's got to be some kind of planet set in stone. Um, as a Destiny player, I'm I'm so excited to see what happens with Destiny. It's scary because, like, yeah, oh, it, I'm sure it, it, is. it has the uh, it has the potential that Bungie might be fucking nothing this time next year. Like because of this, we don't know really, but yeah, it seems interesting to me that activision feels like they couldn't squeeze any more blood out of that rock and that they let it go did you notice that one of the things that they wrote in the note activision mentioned something like they're focusing on their own internal ips next year Mm -hmm. so you mean you mean bungie mentioned that activision is going to do that yes because it's a it's for just sorry just for the record it's a note from bungie that they put out you're looking at the one on yeah bungie.net okay yeah yeah so uh so what, what even are those IPs? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, Crash and Spyro. 
Okay, th- which all three of those did huge for them last year. Yeah. So that's, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I. And then I, everything Blizzard. I, oh, yeah, I guess. I didn't even think of that. I was going to say, otherwise, I can't name anything Activision currently has as an IP. Right. I was going to say, like, at the beginning of, of, of this point, I couldn't think of anything at the moment. But then after I named, or after you named those three, again, those three things did huge for them last year. Wasn't, like, Crash one of the highest selling games in UK, on like the yeah. Switch in the UK, like that is that is no small feat. And I've heard just awesome things about Spyro. I wish that was on the Switch. I would love to play some of that on the Switch. Yeah, here we go. Um, I'll look and see what's on. So this is what they have listed for coming out 2019 next year under Activision. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy on the stats. Why is that listed as 2019? Those are all out. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, Crash Team Racing. Uh, mm. Sekiro, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Sekiro, uh, Sekiro, uh, either way, yeah, that's what Wiki yep. says they currently have listed, and obviously, there's gonna be a Call of Duty. Uh, wait, isn't Shadows Die Twice, isn't that the id ge- or yeah, the, uh, not the that's, id game. that's from software? From software, oh, is Activision publishing that? I guess, yeah, okay, okay, um, I'm gonna go into conspiracy mode for a second here because. Okay. Blizzard has been kind of falling apart with the old guard changing out a lot of like the old Blizzard people leaving or just like kind of retiring or whatever. What if Activision is making moves to bio Blizzard completely and absorb them because Blizzard's in the worst states it's ever been in history currently. Is it? Yeah, it is. Currently, okay, it's not like in a bad state, but it's easily not the powerhouse it used to be. Because I mean, like they got Overwatch League, like they seem like they're doing okay. Heroes of the Storm, that Heroes that of one the just Storm died. Tank, people bit, right? absolutely hate the new WoW expansion, like more than usual. Okay, StarCraft has and they got else that Diablo go. mobile game coming. That caused a fucking <laughs> shitstorm. They didn't know how to deal with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying Diablo three on Switch. I can say that. You're gonna save the company, Sean. You're gonna do it. Yep. Yeah, even though like, I got it on a price error. This is all just like <laughs> me speculating. But what if like Bungie sees the way the tide's turning and they're like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> We're not doing this shit. Fuck this. Let's go make Destiny. I Again, I, I hearing that they had similar feelings about towards like Microsoft with, with Halo yeah. and then one to their own, own thing. I have a feeling it's just like they just kind of got tired of being told how they need to be making their games or monetizing their games. It, um, I doubt it was more just like, this is clearly a sinking ship. We got to get out of here. No, no, not sinking uh, ship. I think they just don't want to be in that same position where they're getting too comfortable. And there'll be the moment where it's like, well, destiny. Well, that's just it. I don't think they were in a position where they were comfortable. I, it sounds like they were being like harassed from up above about like, look, you it's not bringing in the money that we expect it to. Whereas they're like, we are cur- totally happy with the way our fans are looking at destiny. And there was just some like miscommunication there that neither side was willing to say, this is how it needs to be done. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Again, I, this is all, you know, my speculation as well. It's obviously uh, just based on it obviously wasn't doing the numbers that Activision wants. Activision exactly, would yeah. not and have let it go that. like otherwise. Yeah. So. I think that's the key thing is if, if, if Destiny was in a spot that where Activision was totally happy with it, 
Activision would not have let no. Destiny or Bungie leave. No. They own them. Yeah. So I, they would have been like, no thanks. This is bringing in plenty of money for us. You guys keep doing what you're doing and we'll make sure we can support that. Mm-hmm. But they were probably both in a, a, a sense where it's like, look, neither of us are happy with this. Yeah. Why don't we just cut ties here? But I'm more surprised that Activision let them retain the IP than anything else. That's like, really, yeah. I really think that's Activision where doesn't see money yeah. in it anymore. That's a good point, because I could see Activision being like, we'll just put like one of our nine Call of Duty uh, companies on here yeah. making like ma- essentially map packs like we've done. We know how to do this with Call oh, of Duty. Raven. Yours is just a space shooter. Raven. Yeah. What happened? Oh, Raven. what happened, hey, man, buddy? I like Raven software. Put, if you put Raven software on a franchise I like, I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Although I like Bungie on. I'm not saying I want Bungie off of Destiny. I'm just saying yeah. I would be more than happy if Raven got to leave Call of Duty maps and do something else they deserve more and i want more lost references in my video games that's what i'm trying to say here right makes sense um that is a good point why they let them keep it i wonder if it was just like like a gentleman's agreement like hey we're just gonna part ways here we go i wonder if there was like a buyout process i'm expecting buyout yeah maybe yeah uh there's a there's a book to be written about bungie and what they've gone through yeah, uh, that I would love to read one day in the future. Yeah, there's definitely um, a story there that I'm sure n- neither side will ever say, <laughs> at least sober. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah that that's that's huge. Uh, and again, I can't wait to see what happens with Destiny. I hope it doesn't just like slowly die. Like I hope they don't realize this isn't working and they have to sign on with. They have to just stop Destiny and start working on something else for a different publisher. Um, because Destiny's a fun game. I'm still playing Destiny 2, working through all that content. I wonder what they would do. Like, I'm sure they have a plan. I'm just hmm, weird. Maybe just find another yeah, who knows? publishing studio to tie on to. Well, for at the moment, they've said we're we're going to be self-publishing Destiny. That's basically all they've said for their future. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's do some questions. TopDownPerspective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. Otherwise, you can do it on Twitter at TDP Podcast, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. I will read this first one. Uh, Trust is hard uh, from Micaiah. Sorry. Trust is hard to gain, easy to lose, and harder to reclaim. What would it take for you to truly trust that EA has your best (laughs) interests at heart? They don't. They're a company. Their best interest is to their stockholders and to get money. I know they don't have my best interest at heart. That's a that's a good point. Yep. Um, And that's fine. Is there anything? But but uh, but okay. So we know that. But what could what would it take? They would have. They would have to not be EA. Like they would have to just not be a giant megacorp. Because I don't believe any megacorp has people like me in their best interest. And, like, it doesn't matter. Our, like, relationship is if you make a product I like, I will purchase it and that's that. I don't need anything else. Do you have an example of a, of a, it doesn't necessarily have to be for games, but a company where you do, like, trust that they have your best interest? Whether it's an indie dev, whether it's a bigger company, games or otherwise. Yeah, there probably is. Uh, I'd have to mull that one over a little bit. All right. Well, while you're doing that, John, what would it what would it take for you to trust EA? Time. 
so time time doing what though like like let's say they put the foot in the right direction what is that direction looking like i mean i don't know to be honest like it's it's weird because i'm thinking about it and i'm thinking well maybe if they started doing single player games again i would feel like they're trying to do more consumer friendly stuff like more single player stuff that's not monetized to hell uh but that's like a fine line to walk already so I don't know. I think that that's one of the re- more recent things that people got upset about with them. So I'll just say that's probably part of it. Yeah, I think for myself, obviously microtransactions is an easy answer. Because um, I'm just trying to think, like, why why don't I trust EA? And it's it's it. I think it's mostly the only property I was super into was Mass Effect, and because they just they killed Mass Effect. Mm. Mm. Um, which was a single player game there um, there was a time when i would say i think bioware legitimately had like maybe not my interest necessarily but the interest of like what they were doing and like putting effort into like their art right and that, i think that died with ea so that's probably still kind of a non-answer although uh, i didn't my problems like I didn't hate and Andromeda because of any kind of microtransaction no, issues. No. They entered, they added microtransactions into Mass Effect Three, and it was pretty like ignorable. Like I didn't care. I enjoyed the multiplayer. I just didn't participate in the multi the microtransactions. Sure. Um, I guess what I don't like about EA is that they forced Andromeda to come out when it needed to. Well, they also made a different Bioware company to even do that. So like I feel like that was like the C team they made. Yeah, themselves to work. Was on that. that not Edmonton? No, that was Montreal. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Edmonton's been working uh, on Anthem. So I am looking forward to Anthem. Sure. I I should say that that looks cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I guess I, I guess if the story in Anthem sucks, or if the gameplay loop is not good, then I I would default back to like this was rushed in some way. And then I might blame EA for that. And it's hard to even tell if that was EA's yeah. making rushing people or if the if the developer, if Bioware themselves was like, look, if we don't put this out, we're turning like we lose power tomorrow. We need some money coming in. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like the discussion um, we're having is less like what can EA do to win us back? More like, wow, EA's done a lot of shit. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. So, so I think those go hand in hand. Okay, to be less pedantic about it, like, I agree with John. It takes time. It takes them actually, like, not just shutting down, or, like, taking developers and shutting down the studio when something doesn't make mega gangbusters and just breaks even. I think it takes some, maybe, like, people with a soul doing PR stuff and, like, maybe, I don't know, just little stuff like that. But, like, it's just a bunch of incremental little things over time in which I feel like they're more, I don't know, personable or something, but I, I don't know. I just don't understand why anybody would think a company would have your best interests at heart, unless they're like a medical company or something, in which case they fucking better, (laughs) you know, but like video games, like, I don't know. EA stop shutting down the fucking studios. I like, like that would be a start, (laughs) I guess. Oh, right, like the Dead Space Studio yeah. visceral. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's my here's my easy answer. This is how they can, I can get oh, trusting again. All right. If Titanfall three is good, have they even but announced that? Let, but Titanfall one and two were good. 
<laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, they, and after that, they bought Respawn, and I'm very worried with what that means yeah. for Titanfall. So even, if Titanfall 3 can come out and be good, then okay, EA, I, I'm listening. Like, you didn't screw it over. So there, there's my easy answer. Yeah. I thought you were going to say if you got a uh, Burnout Paradise 2 or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely win me over. Uh, they put out Remastered. It's true. So. Uh, okay, uh, second question from Micaiah. Is there a major company out there who does not make video games who you would not trust if they tried to seriously enter the market? Not counting companies who are foolish enough to make adaptations of movies, TV shows, Japanese animation on their own, no matter how many they make. I mean... I don't fully understand that last part, but... Like, okay walmart i don't think walmart would make a good game i don't think mcdonald's would make it like i don't understand this question i guess necessarily i don't think mcdonald's make a good game but i know burger king can make three that's true you're right (laughs) i feel like this question is spawning from like talks of amazon getting into streaming gaming again so like amazon working on a system basically okay sure honestly with um lumberyard like they they put a lot of time into development um i would probably trust amazon they also have a movie company that has put out some like seriously good movies so like i think amazon has the money they can they can do it (laughs) amazon definitely has the money if not just jeff bezos or whatever himself like for getting amazon topical yeah i I don't really want to get into that but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i mean he's got a lot more free time probably now um one less distraction. Wow. Anyway. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Uh, wow. Um, I certainly hope we're talking about the same thing because, yeah, anyway. Um, okay. So Panasonic is the easy answer here because they fucked up when they tried. <laughs> <laughs> that, there you go. That is a very easy answer. Yep. Um, would you want Sega to do it again? No. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Can you, why, why, John? I they they had their time. I feel like they're doing way better now as a just a game development company than they ever did as a console company. That that's fair. Yeah, I don't know, man. When they stopped making consoles, they except for one exception, they stopped making Power Stone games. Uh that was Capcom. But it was the Dreamcast game. <laughs> it was an arcade game first. But then it was a Dreamcast game, yes. and we're not getting any more Power Stone. Yeah, but then it came out on the PSP, and then no one bought it because it was the PSP, so then we never got any more Power Stone. Well, I meant like a new one, because I, I bought the one on PSP. I understand Power Stone's relevance. Um, anyway. Uh, other companies you would not trust. I don't trust I Atari, they're, and they're <laughs> they're trying to put out a console. Yeah, They are trying to put out a console. Did you guys hear about... Um, insanely mad or the project cars developers they're coming out with like a some kind of console that can do vr what do you guys hear about this no. yeah um what's i think the company's called insanely mad hang on project cars honestly it's probably just gonna be like a steam box slightly mad studios that's what the company and they are coming out with some kind of console like thing This was announced this week. Oh, right. The Mad Box. I should have remembered that. The Mad Box. All right. Uh, 
It reveals the details on you. It should, it's, it's supposed to do, work with all VR headsets. I'm assuming not the PlayStation one. Um, I don't trust this company to make a console. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, how does somebody even enter this game? Like, you have to basically be an Amazon, right? I, I feel like yeah. no one should try if that makes <clears throat> sense. Like, I feel like the big three barely make ends meet sometimes. Like, that's that's sure. the reason everyone's gone games to service so much. Yeah. Adding on to that, I feel like, excluding Nintendo, because they're always just doing, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, the other two are, like, getting closer and closer to not putting out a box and just streaming everything. Yeah. So now seems like the worst time to put out a box. Yeah. Like, just wait until it's cheap and all you need to worry about is the software. Well, that's why Amazon's yeah. looking into, like, a streaming service. That's the, the talk about them doing that especially because they could integrate with twitch so seamlessly too on their back yeah. end. like it would actually be disgusting they could probably pull it off honestly if there's one company it's probably amazon that could pull it off maybe google just because they have so much money they could also throw just money at things until it works and also they control I don't think google's ever gonna do that nor should they they control information, though. They control well, Google most and, of the and SEO Apple on the are internet. always being thrown around. Yeah, Apple tries half the time with like their TV service, trying to do stuff like that, and I feel like that never really gains any traction. Yeah. What was... Okay, so I was thinking of Netflix. Uh-huh. Because they already got the streaming down. Yeah. They already have Minecraft just, or whatever on there, so... They already, yeah, they already have yeah. Minecraft Store. Yeah, they're doing Telltale what? games now. This, this was probably... Oh, man, this must have been like six years ago or something. Netflix had announced a game version of themselves where they would mail you games. Do you remember that? You're not talking about Gamefly, right? No, it's not Gamefly. It was through Netflix. It was just a different. They had a different name with it. What was that? Do you remember what that was called? No. I was trying to look it up. And the reason that I bring it up is because someone owned the Twitter account for this name Uh and was just posting like 420 blaze it tweets the whole time Amazing. and they were like we are not selling out to netflix i'm not selling unless it's like a hundred grand bring it on netflix um they could probably man, i really wish i remember what the name of that was if someone in the chat remembers this uh please please tell me uh someone in the chat also members uh mentions that we forgot soldier boy so it's actually the big four. Oh my god soldier um, boy dropped his store though because he didn't want to get sued by nintendo okay yeah. Question is though, would you trust Soldier Boy God, to get in no. the game? God no. <laughs> okay, I barely trust Soldier Boy to speak English. Whoa! All right, and third question from Micaiah, which is totally unrelated. Okay, how many extra lives do you think it would take to get an average American citizen to a hundred years old a hundred percent of the time? How about Canadian? Don't want to say human in general because that's probably too broad a topic. <laughs> yeah holy shit that's a huge topic if you go just humanity okay so what's the average american lifespan mm-hmm. 68 years 72 somewhere in that range oh i thought it was like 80 something okay uh se- okay 78.69 nice let's just make it a let's just make it 80 for argument's sake make it nice and round okay so you need at All least right, two years just to get the average but here, here's the question though here, oh, for, by the way that's for america uh, United Kingdom is 80.96 and Canada is 82.3. So look at us. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Although mine's probably somewhere in the middle there because I've. Because you're know, between I'm, countries. Yeah. You switch sides. Exactly. Yeah. 
I'm between countries right now. Mexico is 77, so that's the lowest one that, that's on this Sad. Google search. Yeah. Anyway, um, if if you if you have two lives, yeah, does it just double, or do you just continue from yeah, that age say, what are, so it what goes are we down exponentially? Yeah, what are we counting like a life's use for in this situation? So you, I think you need I, to make a, a hundred, right? You need to make a hundred years old every time. Okay, here's what I think the stipulation should be. Tell me if you guys think this is wrong. Okay. I think a life is not just a set number of years, because otherwise the answer would be two. I think it's basically whatever killed you at 80, that's just erased. Life two starts, and now you just need to continue for as long as you can until, you know, you break your hip a second time at, or, well, or whatever. You catch cancer a second time. I was going to say, like, what happens if it's cancer? What happens if it's a heart attack, etc.? Well, that's what I think the stipulation should be. If you don't, if what if you don't oh think so, oh my god, you get into such dark territories. Like, how long can somebody live with terminal cancer? At, at, like the best, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this I question got this. real dark real fast. I, yeah, I really hate this actually because if you go on down that route, say you do have cancer, or like there's m- millions of people that have cancer, obviously, so they die, but the cancer's still there. Wait, but the cancer would probably well, die the- with the. Although you wouldn't what be I'm saying in, the, in, hmm. in this scenario, what I'm saying is once life two starts, you don't have cancer in t- unless okay. you catch it a second time. Like I'm just saying, whatever kills you is erased. Life Ugh. two begins, but now you're 80 in one day. Or OK, whatever. now we're going to get like, into this weird philosophical idea that if people know that they have a second chance, they're going to do stupider shit. Like people that weren't smoking before are probably oh, going to start true. smoking now because they know okay. all their sins are going to be erased after they die the first time. So taking okay. that into account, I think you need to add at least two to three more on top of the first two for just the age. So we're looking probably at five minimum just to deal with people being dumbasses. Okay, well, let's say, okay, okay, for this scenario, you don't know about this until it happens, for whatever reason, just in this hypothetical scenario. And so, in this hypothetical to, scenario, to nobody people, ever, like, memories are wiped, nobody ever yeah, says. Yeah, just, just whatever, okay. no, just no one's going YOLO at this, right? Like, Okay, okay. Um, so, it's just, like, it just kind of happens, and we as the gods creating this world just know he's on life too. I'm gonna say, I think four or five was a good one. I think four I, or five. I, you're, you're not going to make another 80 years. No, I think you're going to start. You're going to hit maybe like 10 and then five two, one. Like you're going to be such an old person. Yeah. That like the wind is going to be a struggle. Um, If you're looking into the bare minimum, I think you still need to for sure, just because of age or whatever, just to beat the average. And then I think you need at least one for the uh, the times when you do something incredibly fucking stupid like run a red light because you're going to be late for work or something and get hit by a truck like any because that's just what happens when you're human you do dumb shit and you sometimes don't walk away from it i mean there is there is an element of darwinism in here for sure like the question is are going to use more lives than not the average american citizen to 100 years old 100 percent of the time i think you could at minimum look at three but I would probably push for five if possible. What do you think, John? I think this question is extremely stupid and this conversation has gone off the rails. Yes. Do you have an answer, though? It has to be a numeric value. Oh my God. I, th- <laughs> I think, honestly, it's going to be uh, 20. 
I think it's, <laughs> I think it's going to get to a point when you get to around 80 that you basically need one per year at best. Okay. All right. That I and didn't then I think we that. can I think we can all agree though. Uh-huh. That whatever the number we decide on, whether it's five or twenty, Canada is minus one, right? Like they're gonna live a bit longer, right? <laughs> That's what I'm putting it at four or nineteen, depending on which with uh, methodology we're going with. Only if I can donate that one to like some terrible place, like the Sudan or something, then sure. Well, in this world, like. Uh, it's a hundred percent of the time, so everyone's always gonna make it, right? Mm-hmm. It just might take you more lives, whichever whatever that means. Sure, I don't know. You got You have to get another tattoo with a number on your arm, whatever. Anyway, sure. Uh, I'll take the next Paul, one. Do you want to take this next one? Yeah, from Sarcasm. <clears throat> what is a game that you overall really like, but has one bad part that sticks out in your memory above anything else? To provide a personal example slash help with understanding the question. Also, thank you for putting for help understanding the question sometimes we need that uh, my most distinct memory of tdp favorite ghost trick phantom detective is in level combining stealth level and an escort mission two of my least favorite things in video games rather than the story or anything else i'm gonna be honest i don't remember that part in <laughs> phantom detective at all um but I, I forget a lot of things about phantom detective which i'm doing on purpose because i want to one day play that game again mm-hmm. Most games I really love probably have a part I really don't like. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, yep. Do you, have an, do you have an example, though? I mean, yeah, just off the top of my head, Resident Evil 7 has the boat park is fucking garbage. Uh, I really liked. Oh, my God. I can't remember the subtitle. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. I really hated the uh, winter area, the snowy area and the ice block puzzles like a lot. I really didn't okay. like the underwater stuff in Ocarina of Time, that water temple. In just like every game? Uh, no. Darksiders 3 water level was fucking dope, <laughs> actually. Wow, yeah. okay, all right. It there was go. real good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's like one of those things where name a game that I really like and I can probably tell you a part I didn't like for that much. So. That's true. I mean, nothing's perfect, right? Sure. I'm going to say I really like Asura's Wrath. The part where you play it is my least favorite part of that game. It's not very good. Sure. I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Yep. That's um, more of a watch this game kind of game. Mm-hmm. Anything come to mind, John? No. Okay. Would, would you like to take this next one? Sorry, I was still thinking of that other question. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, from Cube, from Cubemaster666. So me and a friend are trying to start a gaming podcast, and I'm trying to begin streaming. What recommendations would you have for someone who is just starting to produce content, and how should we spread the word to get people to tune in? You should have given us a link to shout out on here, first of all. No, no, you shouldn't have. They haven't started yet. That's the thing. I mean, also, that's the thing. Don't send us links. We're not shouting everything no, out. No, but, like, you should do it is the thing you should just do it what no you shouldn't i i just don't want everyone sending us sean doesn't doesn't want competition is what he's saying no 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 forget the links thing he's saying we're trying to start a podcast why are you trying to start it just fucking start it and then see where it goes from there like you need to start it first yeah if you don't like it stop it just has to happen first 
and then you can tweak as you need. Um, I I I would say um, get used to like not having an audience for a while, because I'm sure tons of people have to deal with that. Uh, unless you know you can hit, get viral in in some way or or, or something. Um, I would I would say try and find a, a niche that not a lot of other people are doing, so there's make something unique about yours. Um, that's something I didn't do with, or we didn't do with Top Down Perspective because we just wanted to talk about games and whatever. Um, I don't know any any tips for starting streaming, John. You're the bigger bigger of the streamers here. Um, you can do most of the stuff you want to do for streaming for free because there's a free streaming software. There's free uh like audio mixers and stuff like that the only things you really need to get is a microphone and if you want a capture card for consoles but that you don't even need to do that right away because emulators and steam games and stuff uh but yeah same kind of deal like just do it and if you don't enjoy it don't keep chasing it why keep doing something you don't like yep yeah uh I th- I th- we should we should say some of the the free software though um audacity is good for audio uh we, we use it for the podcast yeah, for audio recording uh obs is free streaming software so that i use xsplit which is paid but i believe you can use the basic version of that but obs would That's be a, what i would, would anytime i stream is obs yeah obs would be a better recommendation for starting it's what uh, i use for this like we're using obs right now so for virtual audio cables so you can like mix around your audio and certain things like that i use voice meter banana which is uh, yep. donateware. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I'm trying to think of what else. But yeah, those, those are like the basic things you'd start with, basically. I mean, that gets you a lot. There's a lot you can do with all that stuff. I don't even use voice meter banana. Um, I have I have enough with the rest. So um, that that's a good starting spot. Yeah, I think the thing is just uh, be consistent. Um, if you if you have some kind of schedule set up, then people can kind of like work you into their schedule so they know, you know, like for us, oh, I got to be free Thursdays or, or Fridays, you know, whatever we're currently doing. Mm-hmm. So I want to watch the show or or I know personally with um, podcasts, I really like when when the publish uh, schedule is similar because then it kind of turns into like every Monday morning is this podcast time. And I look forward to that kind of stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um and then it just helps with like the routine because if you're just doing it like whenever it can be hard to justify like got to do another episode because you don't really have to justify doing it because it's whenever. Um, so I would recommend just kind of trying to be consistent with it. But yeah, the key thing is like if you're not having fun with it, don't do it mm-hmm. or make sure it's going to be something fun. Like when you're planning this out, make sure it's something that, you know, could last long term if you wanted it to because uh, you enjoy it so much. Um you know, that's that's the nice thing about this podcast being per- so laid back is it's just basically us chatting with a bit of structure thrown in there to actually make it a show. But for the most part, it's just like, I want to hear what these guys are playing this week and I want to talk about what I've been playing. And it's just, a, yeah. you know, catching up. Word. Uh, I think it's me for the last one. One press L2P since tomorrow is the game of the year podcast. Uh, I'm curious to hear what some of your favorite movies of 2018 were. Spider-Verse is my favorite movie. I think I saw only three movies that came out this year. Avengers. Okay. Avengers, Deadpool 2, and uh, Black Panther. Wow. Okay. Okay. Did you recommend all three of those? Yeah, they were all good. Why do you hate DC so much, man? 
Aquaman came out during Christmas. That's when I don't go to theaters. I haven't seen Spider-Verse either. You should see Spider-Verse, man. Well, we're, uh, Reese is sick from the con right now, so we can't go to the movie theater. Okay. So we got to wait for that to get better and hope that I don't get it as well. Because if that's the case, then uh, it's going to be out of theaters before we get a chance to see it. I tweeted my top ten list. Turn to, there we go. Uh, oh. I'll just run through a few of the, the top ones. Uh, yeah, Avengers is up there. Spider-Verse. I was also a big fan of Sorry to Bother You and Searching. There you go. Some non-superhero stuff. Um, I have the whole top ten if you want to just look on my Twitter. All right, that's it for questions this week. If you want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What's your games of the week? I guess, uh, foiled. I'm going to go Tetris Effect. Uh, Shapeshifting Detective. All right. Uh, As John mentioned earlier, we are doing a Rogue Legacy podcast right after this so if you're a five dollar backer you can listen live for that otherwise all of our two dollar backers can get access to that most likely tomorrow yeah also uh and you'll have to do through patreon by the way we don't like post a link on twitter or anything just for people that might be new to that since we lowered it right um also tomorrow we're doing our game of the year show hooray so come back here Basically around the same time for even longer because uh, we're going to go down our lists. We're going to go down the community list. Um, I'm excited. 2018 is done. We got lots of games to celebrate and talk about and some ones to talk about that were bad and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And it'll be a good time. It'll be a big meaty podcast. So come back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. Um, otherwise, that'll be up. Uh, if it, The audio will be up sometime in the weekend or so. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. Bye.